The date is September 5th, Thursday, and today I'm traveling from Jakarta to Bali in Indonesia. Today is the birthday of Robert Ferguson, Scottish poet. Ferguson enrolled at the University of St. Andrews in Scotland in 1765 at the age of about 15. While there, he narrowly escaped expulsion, made important connections, and honed his writing skills. When his father passed away in 1768, Ferguson moved back home to help support his mother. Ferguson got involved in the bohemian scene in Edinburgh, Scotland, and began contributing poems to a small weekly periodical. He wrote poems both in English and Scots. Scottish bard Robert Burns cites Ferguson as a major influence on his own work, inspiring him to write in both English and Scots as well. Robert Burns even paid for a new headstone for Ferguson's burial plot. And today is the birthday of Amy Beach, American composer and pianist. Although Amy was something of a child prodigy, her parents tried not to indulge her too much in her desire to perform, believing that seceding to her demands would spoil her. They did allow her to receive proper training as she matured, and her career as an exacting pianist began when she was just 16 with the performance at the Boston Music Hall. In 1885, at age 18, Amy married 42-year-old Dr. H. H. A. Beach. Dr. Beach was apparently encouraging toward Mary in her music, but ultimately the union stunted the growth of her performance career. Amy Beach then turned her attention toward composing. Beach's composing ability was largely self-taught. Dr. Beach disapproved of her having a private tutor, and so Mrs. Beach read as many books as she could on the subject. Her first score came in 1892 with a public performance of her Mass in E-flat major. It was a hit with critics who compared Beach to Bach. Beach's Gaelic Symphony was her next big piece. It was the first symphony composed and published by an American woman. The symphony gained her a reputation as an unofficial one of the boys of the unofficial Second New England School and the sixth member of the Boston Six. Today's poem is A Burlesque Elegy on the Amputation of a Student's Hair Before His Orders by birthday poet Robert Ferguson. O sad catastrophe, event most dire, how shall the loss, the heavy loss, be borne? Or how the muse attune the plaintive lyre to sing of Strephon with his ringlets shorn? Say, ye who can divine the mighty cause from whence this modern circumcision springs, why such oppressive and such rigid laws are still attendant on religious things. Alas, poor Strephon, to the stern decree which prunes your tresses are you doomed to yield. Soon shall your caput, like the blasted tree, diffuse its faded honors o'er the field. Now let the solemn sounds of mourning swell and wake sad echoes to prolong the lay. For hark, methinks I hear the tragic knell. This hour bespeaks the barber on his way. O razor, yet thy poignant edge suspend, O yet indulge me with a short delay, Till I once more portray my youthful friend, Ere his proud locks are scattered on the clay. Ere the huge wig in formal curls arrayed, With pulvile pregnant shall o'ershade his face, Or like the wide umbrella lend its aid, To banish luster from the sacred place. Mourn, O ye zephyrs, for alas no more, His waving ringlets shall your call obey. For, ah, the stubborn wing must now be war, since Strephon's locks are scattered on the clay. 
Amanda, too, in bitter anguish sighs, and grieves the metamorphosis to see. Mourn not, Amanda, for the hair that lies, dead on the ground, shall be revived for thee. Some skilful artist of French frisure, with graceful wrinklets shall thy temples bend, and cull the precious relics from the floor, which yet may flutter in the wanton wind. Thank you for listening. I'm your host, Virginia Combs, wishing you a good morning, a better day, and a lovely evening.